0: Who was here last Thursday? Okay, so if you weren't here last Thursday, you want to hear that sermon. This is part two today. Part one was on the desert mindset. And today we're going to talk about the destiny mindset. Um, Let's pray. Spirit of God, we thank you so much for your presence, which is life to us, God. We thank you for the revelations, God, that you give us to, so that we may know, guys, that we may know the, 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 the treasures and the secrets of the kingdom of God, that we may walk on this earth, God, with the kingdom authority, Lord, that we may always walk in victory, Lord God. So, Father, we ask that you would speak this morning, that you would shift every mindset, Lord, that we would leave behind the desert mindset, that we would take on the destiny mindset, Lord. We don't live in the desert anymore. Wake us up, Lord. We are already in the promised land. Open our eyes. Open our hearts. We ask in Jesus' name we pray. Amen? So open your Bibles to Exodus chapter 20. Exodus chapter 20. You know, after Daniel's, it really makes sense. You know, I'm going to rejoice every time she takes her shoes off because it was getting to me after a while. (laughs) Every single day, wherever we go, she takes her shoes off. (laughs) All right, so that's good. All right, Exodus chapter 20. Exodus chapter 20, starting at verse 18. You there? Just two people? Are you there? When the people saw the thunder and lightning and heard the trumpet and saw the mountain in smoke, they trembled with fear. They stayed at a distance and said to Moses, speak to us yourself and we will listen. But do not have God speak to us or we will die. Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. God God has come to test you so that the fear of God will be with you to keep you from sinning the people remained at a distance while moses approached the thick darkness where god was man i don't know if it's hitting and that's so powerful when moses and the israelites they both saw the darkness it was scary and people with the desert mindset stayed At a distance. While Moses with the destiny mindset. Approached the darkness. Because he he knew behind that darkness. Was God. Hmm? Destiny mindset. You know I shared earlier. I share I guess all the time. This year. That 2012 is the year of destiny. For you. For every one of you. Hmm? But without. A destiny mindset. You will not fully enter into your promised land. Because the desert mindset. Stays in the desert. Hmm? So what is destiny? Okay. Let me give you a definition of destiny first. Destiny is the future destined. For a person. Okay. A lot. A person is destined for. So destiny is a God. Allotted destination. You know, when you get on the bus, it has a destination. When we get on the airplane, we have a destination. We don't just fly up in the air, round and round and come back down. We have a destination. And your destiny is a God-allotted destiny. But it's different from faith. Even if you look at dictionary.com, they explain fate as you have no part in it. But destiny, you get to participate willfully. Hmm? God allows you and I to participate willfully in our destinies through the freedom of choice, through obedience, through faith. Okay? Now, we talked, I I talked, let me give you like two minutes of what desert mindset is. Desert mindset longs for the place of bondage. No, I want to be free. They cry, but when they're actually set free, they keep looking back. They keep looking back. They keep going back to the clubs, and they keep going back, right? God, I'm going to live holy for you. But they keep looking back for a man or a woman. That's not right. They kept looking back. You're, you're drawn. Desert mindset is drawn to bondage. The desert mindset makes home in the desert. I talked about it on Thursday, the desert experience is necessary because it a, it is a path to your promised land, but it's supposed to be temporary. Everybody say temporary. temporary. But when you have a desert mindset, you make yourself a permanent home in the desert. Hmm? Desert mindset questions God's promises. God, I thought you said this, but how come? God points finger at God, grumbles, complains, and blames God and the others for where you're at. You're not happy, it's somebody else's fault. Desert desert mindsets cannot see and be thankful for the cloud by day and the fire by night. That's a powerful thing I shared on Thursday. Man, all of a sudden, there's a fire that comes right in front of me and guides me. That's pretty amazing. That's pretty cool. But, and they knew it. They followed it. But were they ever thankful for it? They were too busy looking at what they lacked. And they weren't able to see and thankful for, be thankful for the supernatural Provision and the guidance. Hmm? Desert mindset can see the progress. You were once lame. God empowered you. Now you're walking with a limp. The desert mindset said, how come God, you said you would heal me and I'm, I am still have a limp. Hello? A few months ago, you couldn't walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See the progress. And be thankful for the progress. Hmm? But desert mindset, mm-mm. They're blind like that. the desert mindset can only trust God when they see it with their own eyes. I'm hungry, there's food. okay, I trust God, but even then, it's temporary. Another trial comes. they quickly forget about God's provision and they're grumbling and complaining and depressed and and right only desert mindset can only hold on to victories temporarily. It's like I told you on Thursday, God healed you of cancer. You were going to die, and God healed you, but now you're grumbling about a headache. That's a desert mindset. Hmm? The desert mindset, do not receive God's word. Do not receive the godly direction. You do your own thing. You go and ask your pastors, you know, okay, this is what I'm going through, and your pastor gives you a sound Direction and wisdom and counsel. And you say, oh, thank you. And you walk around and you do exactly the opposite. That's what the desert mindset does. Hmm? With the desert mindset, you cannot move forward in your destiny. You need to put on a destiny mindset. So remember, go to podcast, listen to that sermon, the desert mindset. Amen? But today, we're not talking about that. We're talking about... The destiny mindset. You know, Moses was in the desert for 40 years, just like those other Israelites. Even though he was in the desert, Moses did not walk with the desert mindset. He had a destiny mindset. I'm going to learn from Moses this morning. Israelites were affected by what they saw. Desert mindsets are are controlled and affected and influenced by what they see naturally. But with the destiny mindset, you're not moved or influenced by what you see or what you don't see. You are only moved by the word of God. Okay. When the Israelites saw the darkness, they trembled and they got scared. When they didn't see food, they grumbled. God brought it out. God, you brought us out here to die of starvation. They quickly forgot about the Red Sea parting. They forgot about those 10 plagues where God made a distinction between the Egyptian and Israelites. They forgot about all that. And it wasn't even 10 years ago or one year ago even a month ago. It was like a day ago or three days ago. They quickly forget. Whatever they see, I'm thirsty. I don't see water. And I'm, I'm, I'm influenced by that. But the destiny mindset never is moved by what they see or what they do not see. Hmm? When you have a destiny mindset, you try, you you trust and rely on God's word, the words of God. Even if you don't see it, you continue to trust God. You continue to move forward. Hmm? Hebrews 11.1, what does it say? Faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Can you be sure about what you do not see yet? Hmm? Singles, can you be sure that God's going to give you a godly husband or godly wife? Can you be sure? Yeah? Instead of being, oh, I'm going to grow old, alone. No. Can you be sure? Can we be sure? You know, we could look at Joshua. Joshua. Israelites, after they crossed the Jordan River, that's, they entered into their destiny. They entered into their promised land. I want you to look at Joshua 6, starting at verse 1. Okay, Joshua 6, starting at verse 1, it says, now the gates of Jericho were securely barred because of the Israelites. No one went out and no one came in. Then the Lord said to Joshua, see, I have delivered Jericho into your hands, along with its kings and its fighting men. March around the city once with all the armed men. Do not do this for six days. Have seven priests carry trumpets of rams, horns in front of the ark. On the seventh day, march around the city seven times with the priests blowing the trumpets. When you hear them sound a long blast on the trumpets, have the whole army give a loud shout. Then the wall of the city will collapse and the army will go up. Everyone straight in. God says, look, guys, I've given you this. I've given you Jericho. And then Israelites, they, when you say, look, you look. And then what you see is a barred, securely closed, shut gate. It says no one went in and out. It's shut. It's an iron. It's, you can't open it. God says, see, I've given you Jericho. And you look. What are you talking about, God? The, doesn't it seem like God always works that way? Do you know how many years ago God promised Benjamin a baby? And how many years it took for us to actually have a baby? It seemed like, look, Benjamin, I've given you a child. And then every month, you don't see it. Hmm? Look, look, I've given you Jericho. Destiny mindset looks. And is not moved by what is shut. But say, God, thank you. You know, desert mindset would have been, you know what desert mindset would have done? They would have made a tent in front of Jericho and they would have lived there until that door opened. And they would have died there. The destiny mindset. You know what? Not only... Do you believe, with destiny mindset, you do ridiculous things that God tells you to do? God said, walk around every day around the city. Seventh day, walk around seven times and just scream at the end. What? What? Like, you know, don't we need, like, guns or something? Like, God, like, really? Walk around and shout? What does that do? But with destiny mindset, people will do it. They don't care how naturally it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Can you open even that door with screaming, ah, it doesn't open. It just doesn't happen. But God says, just walk around it and then just scream, ah. Does it make sense to you naturally? The desert mindset would have been like, that's not God. God, you brought me here to die in the desert. The desert mindset will grumble and live in the desert forever. God sometimes tells us to do something that is pretty ridiculous. What? Give 15% and save 15% and leave on 70%. God, I didn't even have enough with 90%. What? Does that make sense to you, God? Does that make sense? But with destiny mindset, the desert mindset will say, well, if God increases my, you know, income, then I'll do that. When I am able to live on 70%, that means God has to increase. I'll do that then. You will be there forever. But the destiny mindset, you know, that's what Benjamin and I did. We, didn't have, we barely lived paycheck by paycheck, living on 90%. And then God said, you got to show them the way. So you do twenty twenty, Give 20, save 20, and... Live on sixty. We barely made it with ninety percent, God. Does that make sense? But you know what? We didn't do the math. We as soon as some money came in, we just blindedly gave God 20% and, and put in savings. And somehow I mean we you know we made ways. I sold my van because it cost me seven hundred dollars a month for the gas. Got rid of we got rid of um, Comcast, you know the TV cable. Yeah, we got a lot of. We got rid of a lot of things. We learned to live on sixty percent. Even after we got lo- rid of a lot of that, we still don't know how we could survive. Because around the same time, God said, "Give up your salary." Does that make sense to you? Move to a six-bedroom house. Give up your salary. Live on lava offerings. Does that make sense? And give twenty, save twenty, and live on. It doesn't make sense guys when you calculate my finances it doesn't make sense but as of this monday what's the date huh no last monday 12 as of august 12 2000 as of august 13 2012 your pastors are credit card debt free When we barely had enough on 90%. It doesn't make sense. But destiny mindset will only move by the word of God. Hmm? Many of you, God has already given you a promise. But all you see are gates that are securely shut. Hmm? Are you going to make home in front of it and wait? For that door to supernaturally open or are you going to approach? Yeah. Are you going to do, even if it's ridiculous, mm-hmm. do what God called you yeah. to do? You know, Israelites were afraid. They trembled. They stayed at a distance. And they asked Moses, please be our mediator. Don't let God talk to us. You you go and talk to him. And you talk to us. Desert mindset. Yeah. Yeah. They remain at a distance. Yeah. While Moses encouraged them, don't be afraid, guys. Do not be afraid. Don't be afraid. And Moses approached the darkness. What are your darkness? Hmm? Because desert mindsets are bound by fear. Fear of what can happen or what may not happen. Fear of dying. Fear of being rejected. Fear of failing. Fear grips their hearts. When they're faced with darkness, some of you finances maybe your darkness, maybe relationally, it, I, who knows? Maybe God's been giving you certain things, promises, but but all you see is impossibility, and you can't move forward. What is the darkness that you are facing? You see, with the destiny mindset, you see with your spiritual eyes, and you see beyond what is. You see beyond darkness. You see darkness, but you know you could approach it because you know God is in the midst. You know, let me tell you some examples. And, like, this is the best example. That's why I keep sharing it. I am freaked out about bugs. That's just, I still am. I don't like bugs, even ants. But Unlethia has learned that. So if there's ants like, oh, mommy, mommy, spider, she calls everything spider. Spider. I I am. You know, but 10 years ago, was it 8 years ago when we were in Mozambique, I told you. I didn't have any shots. I didn't get any shots. I didn't have the, uh, what's that, mosquito pills, malaria pills. Hmm? And then we went to, and God told me, this was God's direction. Wake up two hours before every team member wakes up. Go spend time with me. So I would have to get up five in the morning. You know, I went to bed like after one. I still have to get up at five because that's what God said. Go outside in Africa where where there are like these bugs that you've never seen that looks really gross, right? So I would like spray myself half a can all over me. And I would I would go outside to another building and 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 spray or circle and I just stay there and I just pray. And then when we went to the bush, five o'clock, no, four fifty-nine, my eyes opened. Come, come away with me. Come away with me. Yes, God. And as soon as I unzipped the tent, zzzz. Like thousands of bees just surrounding my tent. There's other tents, other huts, just my tent. Quickly close. Oh, God. I, fear gripped my heart. To me, bugs are darkness. You bring me a thousand demons, I am not afraid. I will set every single one of you free. But when you bring bugs... That's another. That's my darkness. I tremble before bugs. And I had a choice. God, can I just pray? You're everywhere. Can I just pray in this tent? Why do I have to go outside? There's nothing outside. Let me just pray here. Why do I have to scream and sing? I could just, because I, I don't want to wake other team members up. Let me just, and I try for like 10 seconds. Jesus, no. No, you got to face the darkness, sonny you got to face the dark i knew i opened the tent i went and closed the tent when i went out these thousands of bees instead of surrounding the tent now is surrounding me and poking me boom bumping on me but not stinging me and so i thought i could maybe outrun them So I run to the other side fast and every single one of them follow me, follows me. And I'm keeping my eyes closed. If I die, I die. God, I worship you. And it just wouldn't fly away. I remember thinking after 20 minutes, Lord, can I, isn't this good enough? Can I just run back to the tent? And my heart, no. I got to remain here. I remember after, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes, one by one, just flew off. And there was silence. Such peaceful. In Africa, you see out in the field and the sun is coming up. The, you could hear the birds singing. It was so beautiful. And that morning, you know what God gave me? He gave me a special gift. You see, I can't sing well. But I could worship. But when I pray, it's all, you know, Korean-style praying. Jesus, you know, just just praying, on right? But that morning, God came upon me, and I was able to sing in the Spirit for the first time. Man, when I received that, it was such an intimate moment that I had with God. And ever since then, when I'm spending time with God, man, I could sing in the Spirit. I could sing in the spirit, and, and God is right there. You see darkness. What is your darkness? Yeah. It's time for you to face that darkness. And as you approach that darkness, guess what? Guess what? You're going to see, you're going to experience God. Yeah, sure. You know, so many places, you think, oh, Pastor Sonny, she's just a missions crazy person. She's not afraid, she's fine. And you think God gave me this supernatural grace to go to Sudan when people are killing each other. Go to Vietnam when it was safe. And I didn't have anybody to help me. I was one person behind a local's motorcycle. Traveling, crossing rivers and climbing mountains. And there's no, no street lights. And it's raining and you have to stop. And then when it stops raining, you got to go up. And, and where the houses we visited were demonized people. You think... You think, oh, that's just Pastor Sonny. You don't think, I I don't feel fear? I do. When I'm going up the mountain and there's no light and I can't see anything, the fear tries to do, I do. But do I approach it? Do I move forward or do I move back? That's the difference. The desert mindset wants someone to mediate. Mm. Hmm? They want someone to rescue them. The desert mindset wants someone to pay the price of faith. The desert mindset just stands for just wishing God would make a way. God somehow bless my finances, but I will not move. You just supernatural, just drop it. You promised Pastor Sonny a five-bedroom house. That's my inheritance. But you're not willing to move forward. You're not willing to move forward. Move towards the darkness of finances that you feared all your life. You're just staying behind. Pastor Sonny, you go ahead. You go ahead. Somehow fish me out of here. You want a mediator. Hmm? The desert mindset questions God and lives by one's own agenda. The people remain at a distance while Moses approached the thick darkness where God was. You know, recently Benjamin had a breakthrough. I'll tell you the story since he's not here. (laughs) I thought he would, but he didn't. But I get to. On our way back home from Long Beach. Remember how I had to preach at a retreat right after I came back from Cambodia? And then we took a few days off in Pasadena. So we drove home okay on our way home Benjamin and I started to talk and the talk started with some argument that we had prior and the argument was he got really excited about spiritual fatherhood in like you know second and third century all of a sudden and and he was studying and and all everything that he talked about all day on our vacation whether we're with friends or just me, all he wanted to talk about was these these desert fathers, right? And is excited, but I couldn't I couldn't join him in that excitement, and and for some reason I was kind of irritated, like. You know, but I didn't know why. And then Benjamin was kind of hurt that I would enter into what he was, you know, God was giving him revelation. It was such a, oh, he loved this. It. it was so excited. but his own wife wouldn't enter in with him. And so um, we had a little argument at my best friend's house. And so on our way home, we're talking about it. And I don't, I'm trying to make him understand. And this is what I said. Benjamin, when you get excited about new things, I can't get excited. Because in my experience, when you find something new to be excited, then there's something old that gets dropped. With my personality, I finish every book that I start. I don't start reading 10 different books. I know some of you do. That's what Benjamin does. That's okay. Just different personality. Not one is better than the other. I I know that. I understand that. But when things get dropped, it takes away my security. And so, because I've experienced that, when you got excited about these desert fathers, I, I, my heart—what, uh, what, what is gonna get dropped now? That you're, you're working on, and it—and I—I I didn't feel safe there. Before, he be like, "But Sonny, I work so hard. You know, I do my best." Like he usually he used to be—he is totally that defensive. But in this, he said, "Wow." Wow. I do that. You know what? I do that. I am so sorry. But I don't know how. I don't know how. I don't I don't I don't know how. I don't know why I do that and I don't know how to get out of this cycle. And then we got into inner healing. And and I got to lead him into a few of inner healing moments where he went back to his childhood. And then You know, I prophesied over him, and and he received it. He received it, and he's like, I'll be different. From now on, I'm going to put a period on everything I start. Before, it was dot, dot, dot. A lot of things were up in the air with dot, dot, dot. Someday, someday, if it doesn't drop, he'll get back to. But he said, from now on, I'm going to finish everything that I start. To me, I respected him more you know what i mean more when he was 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 willing to face that dark side of him that darkness that that he said i'm i'm going to move i'm going to go i'm going to approach this darkness and now i feel so much more safe i feel so much more secure in my relationship with him. And when he approached the darkness, just like Moses, when Moses approached the darkness and he came down, what does the scripture say? He, it said that his face was radiant. His face was radiant with the glory of God. And so when my husband came out of that darkness, as he approached in and came out, his face was radiant. Hmm? Destiny. Joshua. One, three, it says, I will give you every place where you set food as I promised. I'm going to quickly give you, before I end, I'm going to quickly give you some characteristics of the promised land. This is what you're supposed to experience. Let me tell you, look at me. You're not in the desert. You hear me? Come on, do this. You're not, do you hear me? You're not. In the desert, you are in the promised land. If you are in the promised land, you're supposed to experience the characteristics of the promised land. You hear me? You ready? Joshua 1 5 and following. Everybody get there. I want you to underline certain words. Okay, Joshua chapter 1 verse 5. This here from verse 5 to verse 9, this is the promised land. Uh, characteristics no one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life as i was with moses so i will be with you i will never leave you nor forsake you be strong and courageous because you will lead this people to inherit the land i swore to their ancestors to give them be strong and very courageous be careful to obey Be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Number one, characteristic, increase. You're supposed to increase. I will give you every place you set your foot. Wherever you go, in your jobs, they give you new responsibility. You're increasing. Hmm? In your family, you're increasing. You can't decrease. In your promised land, when you're walking in the destiny, you could only increase. The Bible says that God will not withhold anything good from his people. If you think God is withholding something, you're still living in the desert in your mind when your body is in the promised land. Okay? Increase. Number two, no opposition. Everybody say no opposition. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. Over and over again... The Israelites had to fight the people living in the land. They had to fight. But God said, no one will be against you. No one will be able to stand against you. Hmm? You got to believe the promise, not what you see. You may see these soldiers coming against you and say, God, you said no one will be able to stand against me. Look at all these thousands of army soldiers coming against me. Look at this. My boss is against me, and this is, God, this is not what you promised. Destiny mindset, you're not moved by what you see. God said no one can stand against you. So it doesn't matter what comes against you. They're not going to be able to stand against you. You hear me? You're going to overcome every one of them. Number 3, presence of God. You're supposed to be in the presence of God. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. No more. I don't know what. I don't feel his I don't I can't feel his presence. Something I don't I don't know what's wrong. Maybe he's displeased with me. I don't know. Maybe you know there's something there's a blockage and and I can't pray and I No, no, no. That's desert, guys. You're in the promised land. You're not dependent upon what you feel. You are dependent upon the kingdom knowledge, which is that God is with you always. Just as he was with Moses, he will be with you. He will never leave you. Number four, fearless and courageous. You're supposed to be fearless and courageous. It says three times in few verses, be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land. You being courageous It's not just for you. It's for people that you're going to lead. Hmm? Fearless and courageous. Number five, intimacy with the word of God. It says be careful to obey. It says keep this book always upon your lips. Meditate on it day and night. And be careful to do everything. You know what? In this destiny in, this, in the promised land, you're supposed to be intimate with the word of God. Take your Bible wherever you go. Memorize it just like Benjamin said. Wherever you go, you writing a card to somebody, write a word of God in there. You know what I mean? You're praying for somebody, get a word of God and, and pray the word of God. Be intimate with the word of God. You're supposed to be in this new season. Amen? Number six. You're supposed to be prosperous and successful. Then you will be prosperous and successful. You will will eat the fruit of your labor. No more desert mindset. Oh, my shoes didn't wear out for 40 years. Oh, I didn't have gas, but I got home safely. Hello, that's a desert testimony. You don't live in the desert. Those are good testimonies if you're in the desert. Now you're in the promised land. You're walking in your Destiny, hmm? before desert. Oh, your enemy attacked me, but but I fought and 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 and, and I, I got free and whew. and then I got attacked again. And then I believed. And then I that's desert. You know what destiny is? I don't get attacked like that anymore. But I set others free. Hmm. Destiny mindset. You're supposed to be prosperous. You're, su- you're supposed to be successful. That's what Benjamin said. He, he gave a word to a lot of people. If God gives you an idea for a business, don't be afraid. This is the season to go for it. Because yeah. yeah. you could only be prosperous and successful and increase. Yeah. Hmm? The major attack upon people in the destiny. People in the promised land. People with the destiny mindset. You know how the enemy attacks The people with destiny mindset? Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Discouragement and fear will keep you from walking in your destiny. It repeats throughout the book of Joshua. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Why did God have to repeat that over and over and over again? Because the only thing that's going to keep his people from... Fully entering into the promised land is discouragement and fear. Hmm? But when God says do not be discouraged or do not be afraid, that means he's there with you. That means you don't have to be afraid. Hmm? I may run out of money and I'm, I have to purchase something. I could be afraid if I'm alone. But when I look back and I have my daddy, I just step aside and Daddy? Daddy, hmm. We must live in the promised land with the destiny mindset. You ready to enter? You know, all of us. We are in our destiny. It's time to move forward. Let's let's get rid of the tents that you made and you 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 put up in front of the Jericho. Let's break that down. Let's face the darkness. Let's walk towards the darkness, and not be afraid. Amen? I want you to stand up in the presence of God. With the destiny mindset, you have to hold on to your victories permanently. If God delivered you from discouragement, you can't be discouraged in two two weeks. That's desert mindset. If God gave you encouragement, you hold on to that permanently, where you don't have to ask God for the same thing again. When you hold on to your victories permanently, the only way is upwards. The only way is prospering. The only way is to increase because God doesn't have to deliver you from the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. You want to move forward? Who wants to move forward? Who wants to increase? Who wants to walk with the destiny mindset? We must face the darkness. You must face whatever darkness that's in front of you. And you have to believe that behind it is God. A living God. That is going to empower you and establish you in his favor, in his presence. Amen? I want you to just just uh, open your hands like this once again. I want you to receive the destiny mindset from the Lord. The Lord says to you this morning, do not lose your victories. You are strong. You are anointed. A lot of times you feel like things just happen. And you have no control over it. The Lord says that is not true. When I give you a victory, you hold on to it. Permanently. Do not fall into the trap of the enemy. Do not move backwards. I don't care what is facing before you. I don't care what impossibility is in front of you. Do not move backwards. Do not put a tent before it. I want you to move forward. I want you to take a step towards it this morning. So, Father, with our hands open, we receive. We receive the anointing, God, to walk with the destiny God. Mindset, Father, upon every mind right now. Father, you said renew your mind daily. Right now. Right now, God. In your presence, we renew our mind. We renew our mind. We take off the desert mindset. And we put on the destiny mindset, God. We want to think like Jesus. We want to approach darkness, God. God, like Moses, God. It doesn't matter what comes our ways, God. You are with us, God. And you will never leave us nor forsake. Father, we receive increase. Come on, receive increase right now. We receive increase right now. Increase right now. Increase right now. now. In your job, in your household, receive increase right now. This is your inheritance. You are already in the promised land. Receive increase right now in Jesus' name. Receive the presence of God. Receive the fearlessness. Receive the intimacy right now. Come on, receive. Receive the promise that, that no one can stand against you no one are you getting this no one will be able to stand against you are you getting this people come on receive it receive it walk in it in the name of jesus i command every mind to shift right now i command every eyes to shift and look unto god look the Lord says, look, people, look, son, look, daughter, I've given you this. This, I've given you this. You're going to increase. You're going to prosper. Come on, look. Look with your spiritual eyes today. now in the presence of god i want to make this altar open for you and some of you you may fear you may feel a little bit of fear i want to believe i want to believe i want to believe i want to see i want to see what god sees if that's you if that's you i want you to come forward if you're ready you're ready Pastor, no more temporary victories. From now on, I'm going to hold on to my victories permanently. I'm not going to walk backwards. I'm going to move forward. If you need a touch, if you need that determination to be sealed, sealed by a touch, by anointing of hands, I want you to come forward. Amen? And if there's any one of you who do not know Jesus... You haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. If you haven't done it yet, of course you can't approach the darkness. Because you're alone. But God is here. He's here. And if you're ready to make that decision. To walk with Jesus. To invite Jesus into your heart. I want you to come. I want you to come to me. And I will pray with you personally. So can I have my lay pastors come pray with the people. But if you're giving your life to Jesus first time or you want to rededicate your life to God, you come to me. Amen. Rest of you, I bless you in the name of Jesus. You go with God, knowing that God will never leave you nor forsake you. God bless you. Amen.